today's show, we have a retirement preparedness checklist outlining what to do and when to do it. So if you're within that financial red zone and preparing to retire, stay tuned. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarger. Welcome to the show. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, here to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval, Matt Leibarger with us each week at this time. They're with Sound Path Retirement Strategies. Thank you for spending part of your Sunday morning with us. 97.3 Cairo News Radio. A little bit about Ben and Matt. Over 10 years experience. They are both fiduciaries, which means by law, has to have the best interest of their clients. We talk about that because it's a very important distinction when you're dealing with a financial advisor, someone who has the interest, best interest for you, and not not a product peddler, as we talk about. All the things we talk about on the show each week are the things we know that are on your mind as a retiree and a pre-retiree, our listeners that are with us today. We know you're interested in wealth accumulation strategies, retirement income strategies, asset protection, long-term care, life insurance, and so much more. I'd like to welcome Ben and Matt into the show. Hey, guys, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. Hey, Gary. All right. Ready for a great show? Let's do it. It's not going to be this one. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, honestly, it will be this one. I'm ready for the. Here we go. All right. Some of the most important questions about retirement planning start with what, when, and how. In an effort to bring some clarity to the transition into retirement, we have a few pointers that can help you incorporate your plan a decade before the big day. It's about planning ahead. So let's uh, dive in. Guys, it's all yours. Yeah, you know, something that uh, I think is a misconception with some people that sit down with me, at least the first time they sit down with me, is they know that we are a retirement strategy uh, group, right? So many people know that we don't work with 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds. We specialize in retirement. But what many people don't realize is that uh, starting retirement planning five to 10 years out is key and it's crucial. So Ben and I actually do have a number of people that are in that red zone five to 10 years out. And we have checklists and plans that we go down and it's a, it's a great way to prep as opposed to wait until the day after you've retired and then start thinking about this stuff. So uh, today, Ben and I, we're just going to talk about some things that we go through, you know, even up to a decade out. So I'll, I'll start with the seven to 10 years out you got seven to 10 years before retirement. Um, the One of the key things we always go over at this point is making sure you're taking advantage of catch-up provisions in your retirement plans. Uh, this can be integral to the amount of money you bring into retirement. Uh, for those listening, what that means, think of IRAs as of right now. Uh, $6,500 a year is the max. But if you're over 50, you have $1,000 additional catch-up. So you can contribute $7,500. And if you're looking at a 401k, uh, that is $22,500. But if you're over 50,000, you can add another $7,500. So you can be contributing up to $30,000 a year in your your 401k if you're over 50. So you really want to uh, take advantage of those additional contributions. And... um, the second one I always talk to people seven to 10 years out is creating a tax plan um, to go with your retirement plan. So no plan for retirement is complete. We say this every week without a plan for how you're going to structure your, your retirement dollars. Uh, RMDs, um, 
you got <laughs> you, you got to deal with forced taxable events like Social Security and when you're going to take it. So so these are all important to to talk about, and that's why we meet with people early. We kind of look at ourselves in this coaching position. So check with your coach if you already have one. If not, begin to create a relationship with somebody. This is very important stuff for that seven to ten year period. Well, and this is also ideal for overall time horizons. You know, we talk about that frequently on the show is that you want to make sure that you time horizon out your money for for the purpose of it. So in 20s, 30s, 40s, you are diversifying for the risk tolerance. Typically, Mm -hmm. once you get about 10 years away from retirement, you also need to start diversifying for purpose. We typically like to structure 20 year horizons in terms of stabilized or income money and then in more stock exposed accounts later. Now, the reason being is it gives you a better opportunity to allow the market to go through a couple cyclings without needing to compromise it. So generally, if you're 10 years away from retirement, that's when a plan should be developed here because it gives you 10 years worth of wages. And then you can only you, you could be more efficient on how you invest the rest of the funds. Now, that doesn't mean that if you are less than 10 years that you're out of luck and there's nothing you can do. <laughs> of, of course not. It's all trade-offs in terms of the investment game. So even if you just retired now, these things are still going to be pretty pertinent to you in terms of the plan creation. Now, when you start getting five to seven years out, we need to start looking more on risk tolerances. And it depends on if we're trying to run up to a number or not. Sometimes I'll have clients that are saying, look, we need to retire at X amount of money per month to uh, to live and in that case we might need to take a little bit more risk especially earlier on before you get to retirement but when you're five to seven years we need to start really hitting that risk tolerance a little bit more detailed you know if you go through a 2000 to 2010 that can create some pretty big financial stress and retirement stress on your overall income so you want to make sure that you have that horizon set appropriately you know, guys, I want to jump in for just a second. Back to the uh, the tax plan. I, I hear a lot of uh, complaints sometimes that their particular financial advisors, clients, that they're not working with a fiduciary and they just kind of pass it off, say, hey, you know, no, we're not going to worry about that. Go see your CPA. But th- that's a vital part of your plan. It, it can't be ignored. Am I right? Well, it's, it's huge. And you're right, Gary. I know we've talked about this where it gets punted a lot. You'll have your advisor punt to the CPA and the CPA punts to the advisor. The CPA is the one that does the taxes every year, and they have great advice. They know the ins and outs of the tax code. But the advisor is the one who knows when you're drawing these assets and how you're drawing them and what the tax qualification is of that draw. Sure. So I do agree that it needs to be on the advisor side when it comes to the taxation, and then the CPA will implement the strategy based on what the client wants to see. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but it is typically lost. I want to remind everybody, this is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time. Thank you for joining us. 97.3 Cairo News Radio on your Sunday morning. Let me give you the phone number. This way you get yourself set up for a more confident plan to retire. It is 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. All right, let's get back into the show. You guys are talking about five to seven years. I want to talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. The other thing that you need to start creating as you get closer to that time frame is what your budget's going to look like. How much are you going to be spending? What are you spending it on? What's that going to look like? Uh, what type of retirement do you want to have? As we start to develop the budgeting side of things, then that could, again, impact a bit of where the uh, where the investments need to fall and how much you can diversify away in for purpose. So make sure that you're having those conversations. And that's not an easy one for a lot of clients. Yeah, It's 
tough when you've spent decades potentially never working on a budget. And now we're talking about, okay, we want to make sure we don't run out of money. The only way to do that is by knowing what you can spend. And mm-hmm. that comes from a budget side of things. So make sure those communications are happening and that you're both on the same page as to what you want your retirement to be and how you're going to be using that retirement. Yeah. And, and, and budgets change too when you're retired, right? And that's why it's not, it's not a, it's not a demeaning thing to talk about budgets when we're going into retirement. It's just that costs and expenses and things change. You go from two cars to one car. You're not driving as much. Like, like, are you traveling? It's 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 something that uh, that is so vital. Hey, you guys. And then we, yeah, you guys didn't call my wife. I tried to call my wife about the budget, and you haven't done that yet. So I'll give you the phone number after the show. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a good talk with her. Okay. Uh, no, uh, then let's look at the that last section right up to retirement, like three to five years out. And and for here, I'll just say there's certain things that you want to look at, simple things like enrolling or preparing to enroll in Medicare, uh, considering when you are going to take out Social Security. Uh, th- this is a strategy, right? Uh, if you haven't created an account on SSA.gov, you want to make sure you do that. Uh, if you're married, you want to talk with your spouse about the benefits of maybe waiting on your Social Security until you're 70 um, to take out your benefits. It can earn you 8%. Uh, if you wait a year. So so these are important conversations we have leading in to that day where you finally get to walk away from the job and, and say you're retired. So um, all of these things that Ben and I have talked about, th- th- these are things we get together with uh, our clients and we meet with them when they are in that red zone approaching. So I think now's a good time to open the phone lines. And uh, we always leave 10 spots open every single week for our listeners. And we appreciate you uh, taking your time on Sundays to listen to us. And we'd love to sit down with you. So uh, generally our plans typically work best with people uh, with a million dollars or more to invest, but especially when we're in this five to 10 years out red zone for retirement, we never turn anyone away who wants to sit down and begin to look at this and get prepared for it. So here's what you'll get when you sit down with us you will get an analysis by either Ben or myself of your current investments. Uh, this is going to be a straightforward uh, look at what you have, where you are, and we will sit and listen to where you want to be. And we can help give you some tweaks, some guidance to work on to get to where you want to be. We'll also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes in retirement. Uh, and in addition, you are going to get a personalized long-term financial retirement income plan to help you reach your goals. So we always say this confidence is a powerful tool, especially when you're approaching retirement. So if you call and you get into one of our uh, open spots, 10 open spots this week, you will get a copy of Ben Koval's book, the little book of big answers for retirement planning success that will give you great insight into the philosophy and mindset of us here at SoundPath Retirement Strategies. And uh, it will really help to boost our conversation when we sit down. So give us a call. We look forward to talking with you. All right. And if great. you end up getting to the voicemail or whatever the case might be, leave a message. Right. We'll always call you back. We'll get you on the calendar and, and go from there. All right. Great advice. All right. 877-249-6900. Thank you, guys. your chance to benefit from personalized retirement plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. Remember, the consultation is offered no cost, no obligation, 877-249-6900, because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Stress-free, peace of mind, nothing changes till you pick up that phone, punch those numbers in, 877-249-6900. All right, we're going to take a short break. Back with more of Ben and Matt and Sound Path Through Retirement in just a moment. What's coming up next, guys? Is your retirement in jeopardy? 
Does inflation impact you and your retirement? We'll break it down next. Welcome back to the show. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, helping you take charge of your money. They're back with us. Ben Coble, Matt Leiberger with us each week at this time on your Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us. Spending some time this weekend at 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Just joining us, a little bit about Ben and Matt. Over 10 years experience, There's a, they're a fiduciary, which means by law has to have the best interest of their clients. Very important distinction when you are looking for a financial advisor. All the things we speak about on the show each week are the things we know that you, our listeners, are very interested in as you move into retirement. Maybe in that red zone we talk about. Because you want to know about retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care, tax minimization strategies, and so much more. So let's get back into the show. All right, so this is uh, somewhat disturbing. 43%, man, that's almost almost you know half. Uh, 43% of retirees are considering returning to the workforce given the inflation of America. What do you uh, what do you guys think about this, and how, how do we plan for this? Yeah. Inflation, of course, has reared its ugly head. We've talked about this for for weeks, and we'll probably talk about it for weeks afterwards too. There's inflation going on. <laughs> what? Oh, I didn't Matt, know something new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and this is a big issue for retirees. We've talked about this before, but last year was one of the objectively worst years for a retired individual, simply because we had the markets go down, we had interest rates skyrocket up, which caused bond funds to lose money, and we had inflation skyrocket. And so all of your assets lost money and you also have less spendable power. Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare scenario. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that we have a lot of retirees looking to go back in the workforce. And, and this is part of why a planning is so crucial is because a plan can create stability for income and structure, but also flexibility for the unknowns because most people's retirement, God willing, is going to be decades long. And if we're talking about decades worth of market fluctuations and uh, government decisions, all of these different areas, of course, things are going to be jumping around. There's going to be some times where we're just fine. There's going to be some times where it's not fine. And the times that it's not fine, I typically find are different than previous issues. Mm -hmm. You know, every market crash happened because something new just occurred. And so you need to make sure that there's flexibility for that. You know, when we saw 2000 to 2010, that was a really rough time too. Retirees that retired in 2000 because the boom of the 90s in the stock market saw their asset balance drop for three years straight from 2000 to 2002. And then we saw 2008 recrash the market. And so 2000, 2010 was a flat marketplace. Mm -hmm. That's not comfortable. And we saw a lot of people come back in the workforce as a result of that. And so I see the issues that, that are stemming from both COVID, which caused forced retirees. There was a lot of people that didn't necessarily plan on retiring in 2020, but they lost their jobs. And then for whatever reason, whether it's age as a discriminating factor or just felt tired about it, ended up retiring. And now we're having another forced exodus of retirees with, the, the, uh, with companies laying people off. And so some of this has to do with the fact that there's just concern over maybe being pushed into the space too early before a plan was created. 
And now we have all the compounding effects of inflation and economies and uh, unrest globally, supply chain problems, all of this is rearing its head. So I'm very much not surprised to hear that there's almost half of uh, retirees are considering going back into the workforce. The erosion has just been has just been too strong. But also another factor involved is that, uh, and it's a factor for other like social soap programs, is the amount of retirees age 55 or older has doubled over the last 20 years. Yeah, it's a lot more people. A lot more people. And, you know, you talk about a big part of the snake working through the system with Social Security and Medicare and, and all of that. That, of course, plays a role. Yeah. Well, and, and it can be scary, especially if people don't fully understand inflation and interest rates and, and why are they going up? Because you wonder, when will this stop or will it stop? Yeah. Right. I mean, how, we talked about before how many gray hairs went back, you know, retirees back into the workforce, you know, after 2009, 2010. Right. A lot of yeah. people who had to live through 2000 and 2008, 2009 are thinking there's two major dips just in the past eight years. Yeah. Um, and is the next one coming? So today I think a lot of people look and think, why, why inflation? Why, why are the interest rates still going up? And sometimes we solve problems, you know, that cause other problems when we could, we can discuss whether it was the right answer. But when we deal with the lockdown and COVID uh, there was an influx of money that, that the government put into the market in order to save the market in a sense. Well, at some, at some point you have to pay the piper, right? At some point, all that extra money that comes in, it's going to cause inflation. And, and that that's what we're seeing. It wasn't a complete surprise to economists. We knew that was coming. And, and no, that's not going to last forever. And one of the key tools that the Fed has, uh, whether we like it or not, every day when we go buy eggs and you know milk is, uh, is raising the interest rates. That's a way to put the brakes on the economy to try to then slow and mitigate that, that inflation that's rising. So yes, this is what we're facing. No, it's, it's not doomsday or the end of the world, but it does take proper planning. And Ben, you talked about time horizons during the last segment. This is this is what a proper retirement and and proper distribution strategy can help people is in times like this to mm-hmm. not get out of retirement, and go back in the workforce. Yeah. I think I think that is the biggest biggest fear of all retirees. We've talked about this as well. It's 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 going back to work after being retired. You guys talking about me? You mentioned the gray hair thing, and I just kind of perked <laughs> up. I think you guys talking about me. You're back in the workforce, you know. All right, so we're talking about some strategies here as to you know when you're move into retirement, maybe have to go back in the workforce and trying to trying to hedge uh, against that. And, you know, one of the things you guys talk about each week that I want to mention is that it's that knowledge transfer that you are educating the folks that come into your office and, and breaking this down for them to make it as easy as possible because we know it, it's not a do-it-yourself situation and can be somewhat complicated, guys. Well, and let me give you a, a bit of a concept into how a plan can work and end up helping in these situations. Last year, you know, we mentioned multiple times, rough year, rough year for multiple, multiple reasons. When typical advisors have a year like last year, their phone is ringing off the hook with concerned clients mm-hmm. because they're seeing their asset base, everything decline. We didn't have any panicked calls. And the reason is because we structure plans specifically designed to weather storms like this. Now, that doesn't mean that there wasn't any negative impact. There's, of course, negative impact. But the goal here is when you create a plan in retirement is to insulate that impact in the right horizons to maintain uh, limited exposure. 
So if we don't need to draw money from our stock accounts for the next 15, 20 years, then if the stock accounts go down in a year, okay, yeah. we're, we're banking on a cycle coming through. And you might have a flat cycle. You might have eight, nine years of a flat cycle, but then you'll have eight or nine years of an up cycle, historically speaking, from the overall marketplace. So as long as you're able to segment that risk over in the correct time horizon, that's how this comfort can come into play. And this is how you can go through a retirement without panicking, without worrying about going back into the workforce. If you know how your income structured, you know the taxation of that income, and you've built in effective hedges against things like inflation, there's not... There's, there's not a need to be as concerned. And really what that comes down to is a holistic process. Yeah, You, you can't do this one, one at a time. You can't look at it from one investment saying, how does this one investment work for us? You need to look at how do all of my investments work for me to create what this plan looks like. And that's something that we specialize in. You know, Again, we don't talk to 20, 30-year-olds. I talk to them just fine in normal situations, but not in terms of retirement <laughs> planning. Uh, we talk to people who are within 10 years of retirement or currently retired, helping them create what this holistic plan is. And so we always leave a handful of spots open during the radio show for people to come in completely complimentary to work through what a plan looks like and see if it even makes sense for you. This It's not for everybody. Some people want to take more risk exposure. Some people want to take less risk exposure. Some people want their nephew managing funds. It's <laughs> fine. But we'll always offer complimentary meetings to see if there's holes. Are there issues that you currently have? And in this meeting, we'll break it down and put it on an easy-to-understand one-page financial review. We'll confirm what your assets look like and if you have enough to live, if you have enough to do what you want to do and have the fun that you want to have in retirement. And we'll also give you, as a thank you for coming in, a copy of my book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success, to help navigate some of the most, most asked questions that we as advisors get when it comes to retirement planning. And then we'll also break down on the fee structure. How are you paying fees right now? What's the total amount? And how does that compare to people like Matt and I who are hourly rate or project based, not percent management fee advisors? So if you shoot us a call, we'll get you on the calendar. You might be sent to voicemail because we get a lot of calls as we go through this. And that's fine. Leave a message. We'll get a call back to you. And then we'll set you on as soon as we possibly can. All right. Our goal to show here is help you make the best decision. Any questions about what we're talking about, how it may apply to your own situation, Get a hold of Ben and Matt and the team at SoundPath Retirement Strategies, 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. No cost, no obligation. First step, sit down with a financial coach. Like I said, something resonates with you. Maybe you need to get that second opinion. Just pick up the phone and get on the calendar. Very important, 877-249-6900. Do not delay. It's nothing... You want to be able to, uh, you know, put off any longer. You deserve a more confident plan for retirement. One more time on the phone number before we go to break, 877-249-6900. Okay, we will take that break right now from Sound Path Through Retirement. With us, Ben Koval and Matt Weiberger will be with us uh, back in just a moment. What's up next, guys? Well, good news is some expenses may go down after retirement. Bad news, some will go up. We'll break down the list when we come back. Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Thank you for joining us, spending part of your Sunday morning with us. Back to the show. 
Living on a fixed income in retirement means you have to know what your expenses are going to be. Now, you might be surprised that some of your expenses can actually go down year over year. I'm going to take a look at the ups and downs of expenses in retirement. Let's ho Okay, guys, I'm looking at the segment here. Let's hope they're not all downs. I see some ups here, too, but let <laughs> let's get started. What do you have for me first? Well, the first thing I want to talk about is some forced events that happen for income, one of them being required minimum distributions. So required minimum distributions happen when you get you know, between 72 and 75, depending on how Congress wants to keep playing this. And the older that, sh that, that baseline becomes, the better it will be for you because you have more time in terms of what to do with your asset base. But at that age, whatever age that is for you, you're going to have to take money from your 401ks, IRAs every year, be taxed on that money, and then do whatever else you want with it. Mm -hmm. And so it's forced distributions from your 401ks because the IRS wants their money. You never paid tax on this money yet. So they're saying, okay, you're old enough, take it out and deal with it. So that could artificially increase your tax brackets because maybe you have less income need than required minimum distributions that are forced. So that's some things that need to be planned around. Uh, how are we going to use these RMDs? What's the structure here? What's the purpose? And how can we minimize the exposure? So if you have Roth accounts, again, Roth is just a reminder, is money that you pay taxes on to get it in there. It's going to grow tax-free and come back to you tax-free. That does not have required minimum distributions on your Roth accounts. So there may be a strategy here where you look at things like Roth conversions at retirement to minimize how much you're going to have to pay in required minimum distributions. So uh, first off, make sure that you have a plan around what required minimum distributions are going to be for you and into retirement. You mean tell me yeah. uh, the government's not going to double dip on that? Because you paid the taxes going into the Roth, and, and so you don't have to take your RMDs, correct? <laughs> <laughs> uh, correct. You wouldn't have to take the army and you wouldn't have to pay taxes on it, but you could be a state tax tax exposed, which sure. is a, a different beast altogether. And that would be essentially double dipping. Yeah. All right. What else you have for us? You, yeah. Let's talk Medicare for a second. Um, Medicare premiums can eat up your social security increase. And it's something to be aware of. Now, this isn't meant to be just doom and gloom. There's good and bad to this, but uh, mo most retirees are actually really relieved to find out that their social security benefits uh, receive a cost of living adjustment, keeps up with inflation every year. I mean, gosh, for, I mean, last year they got over 8%. Yeah, it's the same inflation metric that the senators have on their pensions. So if we've learned anything from Congress. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, this will actually be positive. It'll be a positive. It'll be a positive. But what few realize, however, is that rising Medicare Part B premiums uh, can, they may wind up chewing through most, if not all, of that entire increase. Now, that doesn't always happen. Um but the good part is it's we've set a limit where you can go here but no further. It's, it's, what, uh, it's what we call the hold harmless provision. And it means that hikes in Medicare Part B premiums, they can eat up all but not more than the increase in a recipient's Social Security check. So the great thing is there's increases. The negative is that Medicare Plan B can go up. The positive, again, is Medicare cannot – 
plan B cannot go higher than the increases that you get for cost of living. So there's some pros and cons to all of that, but just making people aware really helps with the planning process. And that's based on your income, the amount of uh, the level of your um, your plan B and how much you have to pay. Is that correct? You're based on your annual income? Okay, gotcha. You got okay. it. All right. It's based on your annual income from two years ago. Oh, okay. So this is another surprise that sometimes clients have when they retire. And all of a sudden, their premiums for Medicare are through the roof, significantly higher. Two years earlier. Two years earlier, they were working, and they made a lot more money than they're working than they're making at retirement. You can ask for exemptions and and all that, but that's an issue. And uh, just as kind of a breakdown for those that don't know, the Medicare parts, Medicare Part A is uh, hospital. Right. It, It doesn't even cover the bed in the hospital. It's just that you can go to a hospital, and it's quote unquote free for everybody it's whatever part B is the typical insurance that people think of. This is where you go to a doctor and uh, there's co-pays or there's um, deductibles, all of that stuff. That's part B actual care for medical coverage. Part C is typically like a gap insurance. So Medigap, uh, Medicare advantage. And then part D is your subscriptions or subscriptions. Sometimes it becomes a subscription. (laughs) Time Life magazine. (laughs) How many magazines you have? Come on now. (laughs) It's it's prescriptions. So that's what the parts end up meaning. And part B is the biggest chunk of it. Uh, Part D is typically relatively smaller. And we talk about having supplemental or advantage. We're not getting the weeds here, but having supplemental or advantage plans to help mitigate that, right? Yeah. And that's essentially what the part C would be. And sometimes they make sense. Sometimes they don't. There's some ways that are better than others. Some that sound more attractive and aren't. So make sure that if you're in that phase that you're talking to somebody who knows what they're talking about. And there's a lot of resources for Medicare planners that don't get paid by an individual. They get paid by the Medicare system. So um, there's usually no, no big issue. Reach out to them. Make sure you're talking to them. Uh, Now, outside of the, the Medicare premiums and other things that can happen, the a big issue in retirement, we've talked about this multiple times, is that it gets significantly harder to wait out a bad market. Mm-hmm. When you're working, you know, I always say if you're 20 years away from retirement and the market goes down, you look at your accounts and you go, oh, well, that's no good. Back to the grindstone. <laughs> you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're still working. You know, you have 20 years of time on your side. When you retire, you don't have that same mentality because it's your assets that are drawing your at your income to you. So if the assets drop by 30% in a bad market year, that's significant amount of decrease to your availability to end up living and drawing income. And so again, this is why time horizoning out your money is so crucial, creating a plan that's able to create those time horizons to maintain the appropriate amount of exposure in the stock market and to be able to ride through market waves. Let me jump in, guys, and remind everybody, this is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With us each week at this time, Ben Coble, Matt Lieberger. Thank you for joining us, spending part of your Sunday morning with us right here at 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I want to give you the phone number. This way you get on the calendar, get yourself a more confident plan for retirement. It all starts by picking up the phone and punching those numbers in 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Get a hold of Ben and Matt because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. We're going through the good news and the bad news. Uh, Let's see. How about this one here? Other than health-related costs, your expenses may actually go down in retirement. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah, Yeah, here's the good news. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, 
Americans' annual household spending tends to decrease once a family is headed by a person age 55 or older. So the, the, the great news is, generally speaking, you know, budgets get better as you get older. And that's, and that's partly, it's, it's for a few different reasons. It's, it's partly because often they've paid off their uh, mortgages, um, their adult children are finally out of the house and self-sufficient. Um, sorry, mom and dad, I stayed around so long. And, uh, you know, there, there, there's also the fact that people generally slow down as they age. And, and I mean, obviously none of our listeners and none of our clients, but, <laughs> yeah. but generally other people in other areas, you know, it, it's something where, you know, I know we've talked about there's changes in spending, uh, over time, you know, early on, you're spending a lot of money because you're not slowed down, you're off traveling. And then later there's some more medical expenses that come in when you are slower, but Overall, household spending really does tend to decrease. So there's some good news for everyone listening. Right. Well, and and also you need to maintain some level of flexibility in the whole planning process when it comes to um, both your budget and retirement dates. So we always say if you have a plan structured, if you have something that creates the horizons necessary and can generate the income needed for your retirement to be what you want it to be, then retire. Yeah. yeah, don't let fear keep you working if you have a plan that ends up hedging off of those. And if you're conservative, all plans need to be conservative through retirement. Yeah. You know, if you're banking on a, an 8% or a 9% market returning vehicle for the next 10 years, good luck. You might not get that. Yeah. And if you're too aggressive on those assumptions, then that could drive you into a spot where rock in a hard place. You have to go back to work or change drastically what your what your income expectation was. It's better to say, well, let's see if the market does 6% over 30 years. Now, that's a pretty reasonable assumption. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing's for sure, but that's a pretty reasonable assumption. And if you've got CDs earning you know, 5% right now and you put them at 1% in your plan, well, then you're building in an inflation metric. Mm-hmm. So there's ways that you can end up structuring this to give you the flexibility necessary if your budget changes, if for whatever reason you need more for a year, uh, there's a wedding that happens. Um, the kids aren't fully off the payroll and they have to come back and live with mom and dad. Well, what does this look like and how could you end up weathering that storm? Uh, and, and it works for both sides. Now, at the end of the day, though, if you get to the retirement point and you're saying, I want to retire, but my assets cannot on a conservative basis create the income that I need. You got to make a trade-off decision, less money or work longer. Mm-hmm. And those ones can be dollar and cents conversations. We can look at it and say, hey, this is where you are. This is where you want to be. And this is how you get to that spot. This is how you make those connections work. And part of that has to do with looking, again, holistically, like we've talked about before, but also looking specific on how each point ma- matches to your overall goals and your overall retirement plan. And so we open up 10 spots during our radio show for anybody to call in complimentary meeting for us to sit down either in person or remote and go through some of these questions. You know, what type of flexibility do you need? What is your asset level available for income? What does that do for you at retirement points? And what are some of the biggest pitfalls that you have? How are you currently invested? How is that structured? And then more importantly, how does the tax play work in your overall plan? So we'll always sit down and we'll look at make sure to do a proper rebalance of your portfolio between what your risk accounts are and what your safe accounts are. Make sure that you know the dynamic between them, how they work, and when you should use them. 
and also the tax status of when you use them, and then what decisions you can make this year to minimize your overall tax exposure through retirement. If you do nothing for taxes, you are leaving money on the table without a doubt. If you're just going to take whatever you can take and then figure it out every year, that's a real bad strategy. Let's make sure that we have a more comprehensive view of what that looks like. So shoot us a call. If we don't answer live, leave us a message. We'll always call you back and we'll get you on the calendar to go through some of these very important elements of retirement planning. All right. Great advice, guys. 877-249-6900. Folks, advice like this shows you how important it is to meet with a financial coach who understands the ins and outs of the financial world. Take advantage of this opportunity. Make sure you're on the right path. Your path is based on your risk preferences, your budget, and your goals. The number to call right now, get a hold of the folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies, 877-249-6900. Ben and Matt would love to talk to you. Get on their calendar because you deserve a more confident plan to retire. It all starts by picking up the phone, punching those numbers in. 877-249-6900. One more time before we go to break. 877-249-6900. Guys, by the way, when you said children self-sufficient, I circled that in my big red pen here. I want you to call my son after the show. Okay, can you do that for me? <laughs> Tell him to get, get off the payroll. Come on. <laughs> Seriously. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back with more of Ben and Mount and Sand Path through retirement. What's up next, guys? Well, we're crafting answers to your questions in the next segment. Details when we come back. Welcome back to the show, The Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koble and Matt Lieberger with us each week at this time. By the way, they're with Sound Path Retirement Strategies. Thank you for spending part of your weekend, your Sunday morning with us at 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Over 10 years experience, they are fiduciaries. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor because they have to have the best interest of their clients. The things we speak about on the show each week are things we know you're interested in. If you're a retiree or maybe in that red zone we talk about, you want to know about retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care, tax minimization, and so much more. Uh, during the break, I'd like to thank Ben and Matt for bringing up my gray hair again. I appreciate that very much, guys. Thank you so much. We but, all have gray hairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I have a few more than you guys do, that's for sure. But uh, that means I'm that means I have lots of wisdom, right? You know? There you go. Yeah, we go. I'm going with that. Yeah, yeah let's go with let's go with that. All right, let's get to uh, Mary in Seattle. I plan to retire this year. I'm 65 right now. Aside from inflation, here's the I word again. Uh, should I be concerned about retiring during, here's the R word, recession? What specifically can I do to put myself in the best position as I head into retirement? Mary's concern. Can we ease Mary's fears, guys? Yeah, Mary, uh, you're, you're not the first person, Mary, to ask that question. I feel like I was telling Ben before the show, I have a lot of people over the past couple of weeks asking about their main concern with thinking about retirement in a recession or in a forthcoming re recession. So Mary, I think that's a thoughtful question. Um, sounds like you're, you, you said you'd planned to retire this year. You're 65. I'm curious if that plan's changed and uh, what that plan looks like now. But I, I will say, depending on what you have done or where you're at in your retirement planning, you may or may not 
need to be concerned about retiring right now. I, I have a lot of people retiring now uh, because the plan works. So one thing I would be curious to know is what retirement funds do you have and what are their tax liabilities? I know Ben and I talk a lot about having three different buckets of monies when you're looking at structuring a plan. Uh, some some money is being tax deferred, right? Think IRA, think 401k. Some money is being tax free. You've already paid the tax, so they grow tax free, come back to you tax free. Um, I'm talking Roth specifically there. And and some money is uh, there perhaps non-qualified, something that you might be looking at long-term capital gains. So depending on how your monies are divided up, what you've worked so hard for over the past 65 years, would really help me shape a retirement plan for you. And if we could do the right retirement plan and structure it right and look at the tax consequences, then it's it's possible to retire and not have fear during a recession. It's all about the time horizons that Ben was talking about earlier. So, uh, Mary, it, it's something where I'd, I'd want to sit down with you and take a look and, uh, and we go from there. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure you have the right types of accounts and the right types of vehicles. Mm -hmm. And then you don't need to necessarily worry so much about the recession element of it because yeah. you're time horizoning out. Yeah. And we love, you know, Mary, thank you so much for your question. But a, a lot of these questions each week we get, they're wonderful. We appreciate our listeners uh, sending these questions. Uh, but two things. Number one, we don't have enough time to really dive deep into their question, nor do we have all the information. We have no idea about Mary's accounts, how much money what her nest egg looks like. So, Mary, you really need to get a hold of Ben and Matt. Can you give that phone number in just a couple of minutes? Let's get to Michael in Bremerton. I just retired with a pension and a TSP. We still have some earned income, which I'm throwing into Roth to pay for our two children to go to college in a few years. I'm pretty late to the Roth game at this point. All my retirement money is taxable. So in four years, when I need $30,000 for tuition, would I be better off taking my taxable retirement and letting the Roth continue to grow tax-free. want to make sure mm. I do this right. So what do you have for Michael? Complicated question, I guess, huh, guys? Yeah, I, I uh, truthfully, I don't like either of those options, uh, taking from your retirement in one way or another. You're either taking from your taxable or you're taking from your Roth in that scenario. Uh, I don't know if you looked into it, Michael, but you could do 529 plans. You could do get plans. Uh, these are education-specific plans depending on where the kids are planning to go to college you know like if you do a get plan you can do prepaid tuition for university of washington uh, washington state any university in the state and that might be a way for you to um to, to help mitigate some of this risk overall and you could also do it on a tax deductible basis and so you don't have to necessarily use your roth which is tax-free and you need that for your income uh, and you don't necessarily want to use your um, IRA money, but you could partition it over. With us is Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger, and the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, going through some questions from our listeners that came in. All right, let's see. Uh, next question, Sam in Mount Vernon. I am 56. My wife is 52. Hope to retire in seven years. The majority of her retirement savings are in my wife's 401k. When we first set it up over 30 years ago, no one explained any Roth options to us. To be fair, we didn't really look into them. Now, last fall, I did some Roth after-tax deductions, but it's at a 8% pre-tax and 4% post-tax contribution. Did I blow it by making this move? What do we have for Sam? Well, Sam, first of all, it, it may be that no one explained to you Roth options <laughs> When you set this up uh, over a few decades ago, simply because Roth wasn't around, so don't don't right. feel bad about that. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, gl glad you're looking into it now. 
And it sounds like you just uh, started doing this. You're still seven years out from retirement. So you have some time to get some tax-free growth. I think it's a great thing to look at. Uh, It sounds like you put in probably 12% overall into the 401k, if I heard this right, 8% pre-tax, which would be the standard 401k, and 4% post-tax contribution. So 4% of the income went into the Roth. If I'm if I'm missing that, then the rest of my answer may not make sense. But that, that's how I, I heard it, Sam. Uh, looking at this, th- there's, you know, Roth is great. And I know you're new to Roth, and it may be that some of our listeners are still somewhat new to Roth. Many people got set on their 401ks like Sam did, you know, decades early, and they've they've just they've just been going. So Roth is a beautiful vehicle. For those who don't know, you're putting in post tax dollars. In other words, after tax money, you're you're spending the taxes, you're paying the taxes now, and then the money goes in, and then it grows tax free. It comes back to you tax free, and it passes the beneficiaries tax free. It, it's really a great product. Now, the key to think about Sam and anyone else listening is. When you're planning for retirement in the long run, there's there's two ways to get money into Roth, right? The first is through your income while you, while you're working, you can contribute. The second is through conversions. You can convert uh, your your pre-tax dollar, you know, savings in your 401k or your IRAs into Roth uh, after you're retired, and which one's better? Well, I mean, it's an unlimited amount of conversions you can do. So if you got three million dollars in your you know, at retirement, uh, you can, you know, in your 401k or in an IRA, you know, you can convert all of that. I mean, please, please don't do that. That's a, a huge tax burden that year. But the, these are plans we get to do. So I'm looking, Sam, right now, you're 56 and your wife's 52 and you're seven years from retirement. If you are making the highest amount of money you've ever made in your life and you're you're making so much that Gary, Ben, and myself were just really jealous of you right now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, your tax liability might be huge. And it might be better to wait until you retire when often your you know income goes down, your, your tax liability goes down, and look at conversions then as opposed to paying a huge tax bracket now. So specifically on whether you made a mistake, well, no, I love you're looking into Roth. You have time to let that grow. That's great. The third part of the equation I'd want to know more about, Sam, is what is your income now and what would we expect it to be? Uh, immediately after retirement in the next seven years. Could you guys explain to me the 8% pre-tax and 4% post? So 8% going into maybe a traditional IRA and the 4% into a Roth. Is that something that I'm reading that right? Yeah, that's that's the way I read it. It sounds like 12% uh, went into retirement, 8 went in pre-tax and 4% went in post-tax. So I'm assuming that 8% either went into probably the wife's 401k right, that they're yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and many companies now offer a Roth 401k, but yeah. it sounds like 4% of the income went into some kind of Roth post-tax contribution. All right, let's get to Joyce and Everett. Time for one more. I have about $450 left over every month. Currently, I'm a stay-at-home mom of three. My husband's income and my 401k make up our only retirement savings we currently have. I'd like to save money and put it to work for me. What are my options for someone in my position? Well, I'll go real quick because I know that we're kind of running up on time, but for $450 left over every month, uh, first off, max out the 401k. And second is make sure that you have tax-free vehicles coming in. So you're already paying tax on the 450 left over every month. It's going into your bank account. So that would be a really easy thing to start a Roth IRA out and put that 450 just into the Roth and start investing it. Uh, if the if your husband has a Roth 401k option, then you can just 
up some allocation to that, the 450 will automatically route to a Roth at that point. So I would say that's the easiest answer, quickest answer, put it into a Roth. A lot of Roth questions today. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, good, good conversations. Well, as you can tell, Ben, myself, Gary included, we are all passionate about this stuff. And and this is why, I mean, we believe you deserve a secure, independent retirement. And sometimes that means planning. That means getting your questions answered, learning things that you didn't know you needed to learn about. Um, and that's the reason why we leave 10 spots open every single week for our callers. So I'm not sure how many spots are open uh, uh, that are left, but please give us a call and we'll sit down with you. We will have a consultation that's easy for you to understand. It's not hype. It's straightforward talk. It's going to help you determine how prepared your portfolio is to handle dangers like inflation, stock market, uh, stock market volatility, and taxation. So keep in mind, our strategies are often used by folks with over a million dollars saved in retirement, but we will not turn anyone away if you're serious about retirement planning. So give us a call. If you uh, meet with us, you will get a copy of Ben Koval's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning and Success. And if our team members are on the phone with other callers when you call, leave us a message. We will get back to you, and we look forward to seeing you. All right. Great advice, Matt. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Our goal at the show here is to help you make the best decision. Any questions about what we're talking about or how it may apply to your own situation, just call 877-249-6900 because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Stress-free, peace of mind, but it all starts by picking up the phone. And the folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are ready to talk to you and if you get voicemail, leave a message. We'll get back to you first thing on Monday morning. 877-249-6900. One more time on the number before we go. 877-249-6900. Well, the show's flown right on by. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. Look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on Sound Path Retirement. With ben and Matt, guys. Always a pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your week, and I enjoyed speaking to you as always. Thanks, Gary. Hey, thanks, Gary. All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.